Yeah, man. It's called Tell with a K. Okay, dope, dope. Is that your first stage name? Is that my first stage name? Yeah. Um. No, 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 no. I used to go by um, Thriller. Okay. Okay, man, I got like, you. Um, that, 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 that was, um, I made that transition probably like in 06, though, when I, I used to live in um, Atlanta. I was signed to an independent label in Atlanta called Blockwork, and um, my stage name with them was um, Thriller. Dope. My my real street name my real street name always been called Teldum. Okay, dope man. So we're gonna go back, we're gonna go in, man. What we like to do on the Cloud Chaser TV, man, we like to let the fans know a little bit more about you and ask them questions maybe other outlets probably haven't asked you. So well, man, uh can you tell me exactly where you're from, man? Um I'm thinking like before fourteen, uh tell me exactly what area you from and uh can you elaborate on that for me? I'm from New York. More specifically, I'm from Mount Vernon, New York, Westchester County, home of Heavy D, Pete Rock, CO Smooth, Denzel Washington, Dean Wild from the Rough Riders, Growth Place of Puff Daddy. A lot of other influential characters came out of my hood. Ben Gordon on the basketball tip, Andre Drummond, who plays right now. Oh, dope. Got a lot of champions from there, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. So how was it? How was it growing up there? Like, um, during that time, like, was it, you know, like, um, was it a lot of crime going on? Was it youth programs? Like, um, tell me, like, what was your mind state at that point? Um, growing up for me, Mount Vernon is a town directly north of the Bronx. You feel me? So you can cross the street and be in the Bronx on, um the 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 uh, southernmost part of Mount Vernon. You go across the street and be in the Bronx. So that part of Mount Vernon, the south side, is more like, you know, city type. It's more like, um, it's more urban. The north side of Mount Vernon is suburban. I lived on a suburban side of Mount Vernon. So I got to experience, you know, a little bit of both. So it was crime. But it was also healthy communities and, 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 and things going neighborhoods around, too, for me to kind of get a feel of, of both types of living. And my home, though, my home was the slums, you feel me? Mm-hmm. My home was the slums, though. Uh, my mom's addicted to drugs, step-pops addicted to drugs, alcohol, um, you know, everything from abuse to uh drug drug abuse to physical abuse to I uh all me and my brothers got took away and went to a foster home at one point. So she was definitely yeah. tough in our household mm-hmm. with with total disregard to kind of what was surrounding us because kind of what was surrounding us was homes and green grass and I mean and we lived in six buildings that was in the middle of this shit that was basically like the projects on the north side of Mount Vernon. Gotcha. So like with that like with that type of environment going like when you you going through that right there at that stage, man, like um get music into your life, did you start rapping around that time? 
Yeah, definitely. More so, not on the level, you know, where I thought it was could be an occupation or, or really a um, hobby that I could be so driven into. I was just looking at it like, you know, wanted to have fun. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I was just, I, I was I was more into sports than anything. Sports was my dream. You feel me? I played football, basketball, and baseball all through high school and post high school. Dope. So music, like, uh, music, music was there. Now, I mean, a lot of my OGs um did music, and um. I could walk up the block and around the corner and sit in front of Heavy Crib and, and talk and watch him while he worked out. You feel me? Um, P Rock and Seal Smooth, you know what I mean? Those are both my boys. So music was definitely around me and at a level that already, if I was to be serious with it, it will propel me above the level where everybody else is doing it just because of, you know, um, the network I circle, not me, my family, like people around me. Dope, dope. So now, like, now you're a little older. You know, we want to go there. Like, you, now you're a little older. You, you know, you have a high school. You're about nineteen, twenty. You know, uh, are you doing music at that point? Yeah, I'm doing music. I was uh, at that time. Um, my cousin, Buddha Bless. You know what I'm saying. Bless had introduced me to this dude from my hood that do um, production, like you feel me? Um, somebody that was, you know, at a certain type of level that he knew I needed to be with him. His name was Spunk Bigger. You know what I mean? Spunk produced things for me. He produced a Foxy Brown. He got shit with Biggie and Pac on it. Um, Master Ace, Fat Joe, Little C's, Little Kim. His track record is crazy. So um, I hooked up with him around that age, 19, 20. Uh, when I first had, that was around the time when I came outside too, I started being in the streets and selling drugs and shit like that. Before that, I ain't had no time for that shit, bro. I was at baseball practice, football practice, you know what I'm saying? So after mm-hmm. high school, was after high school is when I got into the streets. Like, but um, my cousin introduced me to Spunk. I would go to Spunk crib every day told me right in his living room. And he had other artists who he was working with from the south side of Mount Vernon. Don't forget, I'm from the north side of Mount Vernon. You know what I'm saying? He had artists he was working with from the south side of Mount Vernon. We kind of clicked up. And um, we had a group back then called um, Mount Villains. But the Mount Villains was a culmination of like a couple of different crews, like you feel me? And, And it was a couple of different crews and artists incorporated in that. So I did... um. Music with Spunk, sold drugs right down the block from his crib. I'm talking about literally not even a block away, you feel me? So it kind of worked out because I was in the streets hustling. His crib was right on the block we was hustling on, studio in the living room. And um, yeah, now, then from there, I met a dude named Pee Wee Mel. And he had opened up a a big studio, like official um, commercial spot. And um, in Mount Vernon, the name of that was Brick House, and I started messing mm-hmm. with him down at Brick House. So um, that was a you know a little venture. Um, after Brick House, it was I was all over the place after Brick House. 
I was man, I don't know. I work with everybody, man. I I don't work with I don't work with the heat makers. I don't work with top five. I don't work. I don't work with. So like, um, before you top, get wanna, there, before you even that, get there with the people you work with, um, let me ask you something. Like far as like OGs, um, like did you have any OG influence, even whether they were street, who you know what I'm saying might have been um, telling you to go a certain way, or you know what I'm saying you think that you you know, um, without a doubt, you feel me? Because like I told you how my how my block was, right? It was these six buildings surrounded by homes and, and you know what I'm saying? So we was kind of um, enclosed where we was at and, you know, the older dudes around there, like, we, we had, we, you know, that was our block, like, you feel me? Like, and we held that down and we all stuck together and the older dudes around my block, you know, um, at the time, I was smarter then I thought I was, I was smarter than what everybody thought I was. So I really looked at people, you feel me? I really looked at what they stood for. And if I didn't want to associate or be a part of that, I wasn't associating to be a part of that, you feel me? I wasn't easily moved by peer pressure or none of that shit. But the older dudes, a couple of older guys on my block just showed me qualities in the face of fear that I wanted to embody because I knew fear is inevitable in life. You feel me? I want to be able to, I wanted to be able to control that fear in the manner that they did. Um, in those moments where it was pertinent, like, you feel me? Like, you, you, ain't, no, ain't no time right now to get scared. And you know what I mean, don't, don't shake now. Now is the time to know what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. And the way they carry themselves, I looked up to that. You know what I'm saying? And, um, they also did music. They also did music too. So you feel me? I definitely um, gravitated to being somewhat in their likeness. A little bit, a little bit from everybody. You feel me? Yeah. One of my one of my OGs right now. He he locked up in Atlanta for um. He locked up in Atlanta for a murder. Free Doce. One of my OGs. He out here right now. He moving around. He's still he's still free. He's still doing his thing. Um, another one of my OGs just came home from doing like fifteen in the feds. He just came home. Yes. So, um, no, I mean it, it's about it's about it's about four aces in the deck. You feel me? I got mm-hmm. about four. I got, I got I got about four OGs who like I hold dear to my heart. Like you know what I'm saying, and I took a little piece from I love I took a little piece from all of them. That's dope right there. That's pretty much what you want to do when it comes to OG. Like, you know, take some of that information and be mindful of it. Um, so, like, what I'm going to ask you now is, like, um, you spoke about Heavy D, man, earlier, but, like, you know, who was Heavy D to you and what he meant to you, man? Have to me, was the possibility, you feel me? It, it turned, it turned, have, while everybody else was dreaming, I knew that shit was real, bro. You feel me? Because, like I said, I could go around a corner and sit on head steps while he sit there and work out with the jump rope, you know what I'm saying, and his little waist and shit on the steps. Like, I could sit there and talk to have. you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know what it was, but it's like me and Hev wasn't close, but Whenever we cross paths, 
we was both, we always recognized each other's energy and, and, and we always had to talk to each other. Like it was like, a, like it had to be a conversation. You feel me? Like have never saw me. And it was just regular. Like, yo, what's going on? Like he see me like, yo, what up, man? Like, yo, yo, we got to talk. Like, you know what I'm saying like, yo, what's going on out there? We're shaking. Like, you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of the OGs, a, a, a lot of, um, people who moved on from the hood who I have relationships with, you know, they they if they don't know everything that's going on back in the hood, they call, check up, like, yo, what's up? Like, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, man? Like, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that. Yo, congratulations on this. Y'all heard, you know what I'm saying? So they be in tune. They be they definitely be in tune with what's going on. Um, def, mm-hmm. Heavy definitely was, have, before he passed, unfortunately, was definitely in tune. Um, I think it was definitely... I think a lot of a lot of them have this moment of realization where they realize where you're from, where you are from, is is as embedded in a part of you as your your fucking horoscope, your sign, your blood type. You feel me? And and, and when you yeah. leave there, you is missing. It's always missing. You feel me? That's like that's like moving away from your parents and not visiting. You feel me? That's that's a part of you, like whether you like it or not, man. Whether you have bad experiences or good experiences, it's still a part of you. And a lot of people get to a certain point where they like, damn, like, what's going on? Like, I don't, I don't know nothing. Like, what's going? On? I miss, I miss. Like, you know what I mean? What I miss, I miss. What I, what people don't like, they don't like. But what they miss, they gonna miss it. Yeah. Know what I mean? So, but have definitely to me was um. He was that realization of how, you know what I mean? It is, it's any of us, you feel me? I, I was cool with um, a couple of members in, this, in Soul For Real, you know what I mean? A couple more than others, but I was cool with them. You know what I'm saying? So everything that was going on was, it was real. That's what's going on in the industry, but it's going on right here in my in my hood, in my doorstep. That's dope right there, man. That's real dope. So, yeah, like, um, I, you know, now, now you, you know, you moving around in the industry, you know, um, what type of relationships are you, you know what I'm saying, you, you coming across? Like, um, did someone reach out to you like you was like, man, it's, this right here, this probably it. Um, um, I got some, I have, I have some decent relationships with people in the industry, you know what I'm saying? I'm still I'm still learning this, but I'm learning it with open eyes, open ears, an open heart, an open outlook, you feel me? I'm not bringing my expectations of how I feel something is supposed to be into these new relationships. I'm just kind of feeling the energy and letting them and seeing how it really goes, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of this shit, a lot of this industry shit just be Hollywood and it just be... um if they fucking need you or not, you know what I'm saying? But that's not even really industry shit. That's just life shit. People don't fuck with you unless they need you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, the industry shit is like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not letting it ruffle my feathers. I'm not letting that be something. I'm just moving. I'm just maneuvering accordingly. As I meet people and they show me who they are, I move accordingly, you know what I'm saying? And, and I deal with that relationship specific and individual. I don't try to box them all in and, like, I'm just going to deal with industry niggas like this. And you know what I'm saying? Because 
I know what they go through every day. You feel me? The bombardment of of attention and information. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it, 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 you get caught in a, a habitual routine and you just start treating everybody in a certain manner because the relationships and the interactions are so frequent right now. I mean, you're meeting so many people. you got so many relationships blossoming and blooming that you kind of certain people, I'm not saying everybody, you know what I mean, might might kind of fall into a routine, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and start treating everybody the same. I treat everybody individual. Like the people I fuck with, I really fuck with them on an individual basis. Like, you know what I'm saying, I, like I, I, I do get to know them, you know what I'm saying, and um, everybody else that I feel is just, you know, moving with the current I just let them move, man. They ain't bother me. As long as they don't be into my lane, there ain't no distortions or no miscommunications. Gotcha. And I, that's, I think that's a good perspective, man. A lot of people need to hear that, man. Uh, uh, a lot of artists just up and coming and just artists just navigating right now, you know, so need to hear that. Um, definitely dope. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still, like I said, I'm still, this, this ecolage that I'm on right now. I'm still learning and, and maneuvering. And there's ecologies above me that when I reach there, I'm going to have to learn and know, you know what I mean, and see how to maneuver with them the same way. But that's like, bro, every day, you know what I'm saying, we got to evolve and progress. And especially being in that social environment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And, um, so like you got the record with um Jada Kid, man, real dope record. Like um can you can you tell us a little bit about that? How did that come about? Um and like um his first meeting with you or like um you know, even hearing your music, like how was that? Um I so I knew Kiss for a minute. I know Kiss for a long time, just you know, being from the same area, same neighborhood type shit. You know, Mount Vernon Yonkers is right there. We all now want Fort Westchester, so we all cross paths and bump shoulders. Um, Kiss me, I was doing music for a long time. I'm saying, uh, when the time was right, I feel, know what I'm saying? Uh, I think Kiss out of club. This is when I came home because I had went away. I did like five years in prison. And I came home and I just, you know, when something gets taken away from you, you don't take it for granted anymore. You know what I'm saying? And and since I had an opportunity to really attack the music with the ferocity that I, I, and the attention that I knew it had to be attacked with in order to be successful, it had to be everything for me. So when I came home from prison, I attacked it and I gave and, and I gave it my everything. I'm still giving it my everything. And Kiss just recognized that, you feel me? It, it's one thing to know a nigga from the hood is nice. You know, every is wild niggas from the hood nice. You know what I'm saying? But when you start separating yourself from the pack on a marketing, on a branding level, uh, and just creativity, create um, creatively also, you start to separate yourself from everybody. You know, that's what he recognized. And um, I seen him at the club. He like, yo, what's up, man? He like, yo, I got you. Like, But he said it in a manner like he knows the conversation we had before. You know what I'm saying? So he get like, yo, bro, I got you. I didn't, I mean, I need my, all I, I'm not that type. I don't be pressing, you know what I'm saying? I, if I see him in an environment that we can actually be social and talk, I talk to kids, you know what I mean? But at this point, 
at that point in time. Like, I talk to kids, but I wouldn't talk to him in a party or not. Like, I don't talk to nobody in a party if you don't got titties, first of all. I don't want to talk to niggas in no party, man. The music is loud. I can't hear you. You can't hear me. And it's nothing to talk about unless it's time to go, man. But I seen him in a party, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't think that was the first time I've seen him since I've been home, but it was close. Maybe the second time. And he gave me a dap. And he was like, yo, I got you, bro. You're going to lock in. He was like, yo, I'm going to be in the studio for Monday to Thursday. Pull up. I said, yo, bro. Listen, man, I don't, I said, I don't, you know, bro, I don't do the Hollywood shit, man. Like, I don't, you don't even, I'm like, yo, bro, I barely get you on the phone. Like, I, would I look like just pulling up somewhere, bro? He's like, yo, I'm going to be there, Cartel. He's like, bro, Monday and two Thursday, just pull up. He's like, just come, bro. I'm telling you, just come. I'm like, all right, fuck it, you, you feel me? I pulled up on Monday. He was working on something, so, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just gave him the space. You feel me? I just chilled, you know what I mean? Cool. I wasn't smoking at that time, but I was just chilling. Um, just vibing and shit. We didn't do nothing that day. It was cool. I came back Tuesday. Um, he was working still. He was working still. You feel me? Um, Tuesday we didn't do nothing either. Wednesday I came in. Know what I mean? And he was like, "Yo, load it up, man. What you got? Let's go." He was like, "I'm free. I ain't got nothing right now. This is all you, bro." He was like, "Load up a beat." I'm like, "Yo, I got a beat." A I, I said, yo, I got a beat a year ago from Vinny Idol, and I knew it, and I, and I, and I knew that shit was you all over it. And I played it for him, the Who Do You Think You Are, and he was like, oh yeah, that's a go. You know what I mean? And we both sat down, and we and we wrote our verses right there in the studio, and went in there and laid it. Oh, you don't hear that type of um, situations a lot nowadays. Like a lot of people. You know, they say they, you know, the track was made via internet. You know, they sent it over. Yeah, uh, just I probably had that there. connection. Did like that's probably why that track came out so dope, man. Because it's definitely fire. Y'all go check that out in uh, YouTube land. Yeah, definitely. That that was I, out the whole experience. That's what I cherish the most. You feel me? Because like that's my that's, that's, that's my nigga first and foremost. You know what I'm saying before we did any music together, it was my it, it was cool. We not saying we hung together every day, but that's that's kids. That's a big homie. You feel me? That's kids. That's style. Yeah. That shit. Those are the big homies. You feel me? So you see them, pay them respect. They show the utmost respect to everybody around them. You know what I'm saying? Real stand up dudes. So um, all I had to do was just separate myself from the crowd, man. And 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 he manifested that for me. You know what I'm saying? And he was glad to do it because he see that how hungry I was and how serious I was with this shit, man. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy because, like I said, we laid the joint. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we just playing it, like, over and over in the studio. Styles come in. You know what I'm saying? Styles like, oh. He like, yo, this shit. Fire. He like, yeah, Cartel. He like, I, he like, yeah, Cartel. That's the shit I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah. What's up, nigga? <laughs> like, 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 let's go. He like, he like, he like, oh, he like, yo, you already know what time it is. I'm like, yeah. Because he's a Styles. Is like they kids, they all fans of the sport too. Like you feel me, the sport of hip hop. Like they all fans of it. So, like when when, when that energy is propelled on, like they with it. Like, like yeah, like let's go. He like yeah, I can't wait. Like yeah, he like you talking that talk, bro. He like that's it. So, man, Styles eventually hooked up. You know what I'm saying? Same process, same process, bro. Word. You know what I'm saying, niggas, yeah. niggas. Uh, I got open door policy over there. You feel me? 
That's dope. Niggas Real love dope. me. I love them too. And, and that's never going to change, like. Or stand up niggas, man. So, like, uh. That song with Styles. The song with Styles yeah. is called Active. We, we shot a, we just shot a video for that too um, a couple of weeks ago. I flew up to New York and we shot a video for that. So that song and that video about to drop soon too. Oh, that's dope. And it came about like the same way too, huh? Same way, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, y'all look out for that, man. Y'all definitely go support. And that's Cartel with the K. That's a fit act. So, um... Oh, nice. You talked about earlier, like, uh, being incarcerated. Um, can you speak a little bit on that, like, um, your, your experience with being incarcerated? Or where were you? Um, shit. Being incarcerated, I got, I got busted with some guns. I copped, I copped out, I took a plea, I did five years. I took a plea of six years. I did five off of the six upstate New York. Um, That at that moment in my life, like <clears throat> that was like a crucible. I, I, I consider that to be one of them things in life you go through that's just gonna change you forever, depending on your experience and change you for the better or change you for the worse. Um, so I had got busted, but I had got bailed out. My girl was pregnant. I got bailed out. My son was born. I had to turn myself in to do six years while my son was five months. Um, I did that. Unfortunately, me and Shorty didn't work out. Um, my music that I was doing with my partner, Young Guard, that kind, that died down and dwindled. The team kind of fell apart. Uh, the management went this way. The producers went that way. and I kind of I looked at it. I lost, like, everything. I lost my whole momentum and everything, you know what I mean, at, at this point in the middle of my prison sentence. So, I mean, I I like love, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like money. I like all this shit was taken from me. One day I had it, one day I didn't have it, and I wasn't going to have it for years and years to come. That didn't sit right with me, you know what I'm saying? But I, I still knew that... This shit was a pit stop. I only had to do five years. It's not like I had to do 15 or, or 50. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, I got five years. Let me let me make this a let me make sure this is a pit stop and get the fuck back to what I like to do. You know what I'm saying? So that was my approach on it from day one. Um, which is a bit difficult because I'm gang affiliated. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, you know, that's an area that can definitely throw you, throw a wrench in your plans when you're in prison. It could definitely turn a five-year bid to a 10-year bid to a 25-year bid because you're in jail banging, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. It definitely makes it a bit difficult. Nobody wants to be locked up in a box 23 hours a day for a year at a time, you know what I mean, for cutting or whatever. Um. Broke up with my girl. Music ain't doing nothing. The niggas I was 
doing the music where we was mobbing, going to the clubs and everything. I don't see these niggas. I don't hear from these niggas. Um, couple of my niggas, a few of them, stand up. You know what I'm saying? Those are my brothers. Um, the ones that fell off the face of the earth, I don't look at them ill. You know what I'm saying? The people that stepped up, I look up to them, though. But the people that didn't step up, I don't look at them with no ill or no malice. You feel me? Because everybody got, you got to live your life, man. For me to have any expectations about what you're supposed to be doing with your life is unreasonable. You know what I'm saying? So I don't look at nobody ill, you feel me? But that took for me to have to reflect on that situation and kind of really be, be I was mad. There was times I was mad, you know what I'm saying? But I had to reflect on that, like, what the fuck is good is being mad? What good does that do me? You know what I'm saying? What good does that do for the relationships with the people that I felt fell short when I needed them the most? What does me getting mad do for that relationship? It don't do nothing. Either I'm a, either I'm going to still fuck with them and nurture that relationship some more, strengthen it, or I'm going to cut them off and leave it. And everybody in my life, I made that decision. People I cut off, I cut them off. The people I felt like I loved them enough to nurture that relationship when I came home, I'll continue to nurture it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I got through the bed, though. You know what I'm saying? Of course, five years, came home. Um, I was persistent and aggressive. I tried to make it work with my family, you feel me? Because that's the last thing I knew before I left. Before I left, I was with my girl. She had my baby. During the journey, we wasn't strong enough to hold that together. You feel me at that moment in time in life, so that shit fell apart. And um, but that's what I knew, so that's what I wanted to go back to. So when I came home, I tried to make that work for a year, but that was just me being spiteful and being a nigga. Like you feel me, using that for a cr- using her shortcomings as a crutch to do my dirt, and to to the point where I was just like, you know what? We're going we gonna to go our separate directions when it comes to um, being in a relationship and shit. You know what I'm saying? Give give everybody some time to heal and revisit if possible. If not, then, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever, man. I just want everybody to be happy, man. And I, concent- and I started concentrating more on my music, man. And then from there, it's just been a, a fucking train roll. Yeah, so, like, just, you know, to, to get into something a little bit more positive, how did you get into um, acting? Um, I was always in acting. Probably not, you know, um, doing it, having opportunities to actually do it in front of cameras sometimes. But I was always in acting. Um, I was doing some... I was I, I, I was testing, doing some things with some skits. Um, some people see me from the Bronx too. Um, you know what I mean with the music and, and the skits and shit. Um, from Millimeter Max Films, they called the Juicy Crew, and they got a, a series called Juicy, the series. So he asked me to come be a part of it. You know what I'm saying and. I think I kind of blew his mind. Like I think I kind of, I kind of fucked him up a little bit because I think he was just expecting me to be like a rapper. 
and being a, a little, he maybe thought I was going to be a little bit more like um, reserved. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Once I got there and, 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 and we chopped it up, and he was like, yo, nah, you dope, bro. Like, yo, you dope. Like, it's just likeness energy. You know what I mean? And when he put me in front of the camera, you know, I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm, I'm cool here. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? And he even he even allows me to like um give some of my input on certain things. And I definitely even when I'm not even doing things with the juicy crew, I still make call I still make call on Brother Rashid and ask him like, yo, what up, bro? Like, what you think about this? What you think about that? You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I had a friend, my boy Josh. You know what I'm saying? I have a friend. His name is Josh. He's into modeling and acting and everything. He go to school for Um, One day he came to me and was like, yo, what's up, bro? He's like, yo, I wrote this web series. I'm going to do it. Like, I want, I, want, I want you to fuck with me. I'm like, you know it. I said, if you're going to do it for real, I'm going to fuck with you. Why would not, nigga? What are you talking about? We beat mm-hmm. together. You feel me? Like, if you're taking this, if you're going to take it serious, why would not fuck with you? Of course I am. He went out and got everything, cameras, lights, everything, everything, everything you needed, props, everything. I said, yo, okay, you serious? But I was, a, I ain't going to lie, I, I was skeptical because it was really like us doing it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, and I, I, you know, with the Juicy Project, it's like, God, there's a camera guy, there's a sound guy, like, you feel me? They edit, like, they have their own machine that carries out that function, so it's kind of like I'm comfortable. But when we are the machine and the actors and actresses, it was I was kind of like, oh man, like you know what I'm saying. But we gonna do it though. And I ain't gonna lie, it took us about thirty days, man. We put, first first we mapped it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. First we mapped it out, then um. It took us like thirty days, man. You know what I'm saying? The way we the way we had it mapped out, the way Josh had it mapped out, he knew exactly what he wanted when he, he knew it. Everything was structured on a level that we wasn't even on. You know what I'm saying? We still on some hood shit, but the way that everything was structured was properly industry formatted, everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. we knocked that out like we knocked that out in like thirty days. I was like, um, Five episodes, you know what I'm saying? Shout, shout that out. That's um the name of that is Loyalty and Love. That's on uh, YouTube right now. Yeah, it's Loyalty and Love. Um, so yeah, that's like five episodes, and I love it. You feel me? It's raw. I see where we can improve on it, and. But it's dope though. Like the story, the storyline is is solid. The actors and yeah. actresses is solid. You know what I'm saying it's definitely a good platform for um the whole cast for them to build on. Like you know what I'm saying, and just keep climbing, make it better, better, and better, and better, and better. Yeah, that's dope right there, man. So you do you got um uh, you plan on uh, shooting another one, uh, another season, or like what, what's coming up as far as um, your acting? Um, 
Uh, the Juicy Crew created a spinoff right now called um, Wolf 2020, I believe is. And um, Brother Rashid reached out to me to be in that because um, me and the character Wolf, who is based around it, um, we got a very sticky relationship. We had a very sticky relationship in the, in, in the Juicy series where, you know what I'm saying, um, we had real beef. Like I kidnapped your girl and pistol whipped her. Then he um, he ran down on me and shot me. And, you know what I'm saying? So we got a real sticky uh, relationship that we're going to keep exploring even on his spinoff. Let's go. The loyalty, oh. the loyalty, and, the loyalty and love. Um, me and Josh actually um, talking right now on whether we want to expound on that, or if if he wants to expound on that, or if he just wants to step away from that and start branding a whole new um, show with I, I with the improve, with the improvements that we see we could have used on the last show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely dope, man. I like to see that, man. I watched some type of uh, flicks on uh, YouTube, so definitely be in tune. Yeah. And uh, everybody out there, man, who subscribe, man, y'all hit that notification bell. Y'all hanging out with us. And uh, let me ask you another question. Like, far as... You know, once you you know, once you start to navigate through the industry and you you know you're saying you start to make money and um do you think it's a good thing for a artist to come back or entertainer to come back to the community and you know, say buy um, you know, land or put up storefronts, you know, et cetera? Absolutely. You suppose not only do I think it's a good idea, I think that's a mandate. You are supposed to do that. Like you feel me? Like I, you come on, man. Everybody, it's like everybody's running scared. But if everybody who was fucking running just stopped for a minute, they will all realize how many of them they are and the type of influence they could really have over an area that they're from, bro. But they're too fucking busy, scared, and running for self, man. Everybody's running away. When everybody that's running has the power to turn around and, and, and be and really have some type of positive influence on it, but it's a way you do everything. You feel me? You don't you don't stick your head in, in, in the fucking lobster tank if the claws if the if the claws don't have uh, the rubber bands on them, right? I'm not sticking my hand in there. Nah, I'm gonna make sure we take the proper precautions. And everything is calculated and and maneuvered in a way that it propels people not to do stupid shit. Like people are look at it like it's it's sort of like it's sort of like when you go to the gas station at the bathroom and you piss and piss get on the seat, you stop and wipe that off. Some people, most people, no. But if you go to a, a restroom at um, your aunt's house and her shit is spotless and you get a piece of pee on her, you get a little tinkle on her seat, what you gonna do? You definitely gonna clean that shit up. Know what I mean? It's like when you, we could, we could dress it up, not even dress it up, we can make it 
a way to whereas people are not going to want to piss on the seat no more. Yeah. Shit, look, shit looking good. Shit clean. Good energy. These niggas are back in the hood. These niggas are around here. They they accessible. Like, and there's multiple of them. They're around and they and they make it moves and it's just a good energy, a good flow. You always gonna have some dumb shit, man. Dumb shit. You can't. You feel me? It's gonna happen, but at least we can keep it to a minimum and enjoy life in between time. I'll be mm. damned if I'll be damned if I'm gonna be distraught during times of chaos and when it's not chaos I'm gonna be fearful of the times it could be chaos. Nah, when it's chaos we're gonna move accordingly, we're gonna handle it and when it's not chaos, we ain't thinking about that shit no more. We moving and we having a good time and enjoying life. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and that's a good perspective right there. Yeah, no, so like, like, um, I'm going to bring them niggas back. I'm going to bring them back. The niggas in my hood, I'm bringing them back. Some of them, some of them don't even have to be brought back. They've been there. I talk, I talk mm-hmm. to CEO Smooth. I talk to CEO Smooth at least once a week. I talk to Pete Rock at least once a week. Had, yeah. I used to speak to him. I used to speak to him frequently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ben Gordon. I speak to him frequently. So the energy is yeah. the energy. Is, the energy is coming back. I think it's a perfect time for it. So we gonna definitely we should start to see more of that in the future instead of less. Cause like the media trying to paint a picture like that's giving a perspective, you know, to maybe upcoming, you know what I'm saying, younger artists, you know, may uh, straight straight them away from doing them type of things. Yeah, nah, man. Do that. People, that's, people can't. Come on, man, that's terrorism. That's terrorism right there. They, they consider that terrorism, man. That's propaganda terrorism. And they, they terrorizing our people not to look out for our people, bro. I don't let fear yeah. run my life, man. Fear don't run my life, man. I, I run my life. What I feel logically and rationally I'm supposed to do, I do it. Sometimes I'm a human being. Sometimes my emotions influence my decisions more than I would like them to. But for the most part, my movement is calculated, man, and it's not fear. It's especially not fear-driven because that they terrorizing us, bro. That's terrorism, man. They would say if anybody else did it to them, they would say that you're a terrorist. Yeah. Definitely. And and they terrorizing us on different on different plateaus. They physically terrorizing us, man. Look at how many people you see getting. Come on, bro. They just shot somebody's grandmoms, bro, and they got it on film. But like, how? Like really, bro? Like, come on, my nigga. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you could tell me about no movie theater shootings or nothing that's any worse than that. Yeah. You yeah, shot yeah, somebody. You're not even. First of all, bro. First of all, you're not even supposed to be. That's a lady, man. Men are not even supposed to hit women. You're not supposed to hit women. 
You're not supposed to hit women. You definitely, without a doubt, are are not supposed to close fist women. Mm-hmm. You just shot a bitch, nigga. The nigga just shot a, a, a whole female, bro. Come on, man. It's a different, it's a different type of time we living in, man. Uh, that's that's done. That's that's done. That's terrorism. That's done and filmed. I don't know if it's purposely, but it seems like it's systematically being filmed and promoted, man, to terrorize the people, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's everybody's living in fear for about something, whether it's fear. Uh, they're going to get killed, whether it's fear they're going to get locked up, whether it's fear uh, they're going to lose their job, whether it's fear uh, they're not going to be accepted, whether it's fear. You feel me? Everybody's living and everybody's moving to where uh, their fear is perpetuating them, man. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Instead of just moving to happiness, like, yeah. Yeah, you definitely right about that, man. So, like, with the, with all that being said, man, um, we definitely had a great conversation. We definitely um uh, want definitely you to be on future episodes, it, man. man. And um, we want to, you know, since stay tuned with your progress, you know, um, any upcoming projects, you know, so we can um relay that messages to our following as well. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity and the platform, bro. I appreciate y'all. For real, for real. No problem, man. And uh, just leaving with, um, like, what's what's next? Like, we talked about what's next for us and what's next for music. What, like, what we know the um, Styles P uh, song is going to drop soon. Uh, what's yeah, next? Yeah, Styles Active, Styles P coming. Uh, I got a dream about the drop with a, with a female artist out in Orlando. She's from Jersey. Her name is Killer187. We just shot a video for that down here in Miami. Um, That's going to drop. The name of that is Na 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 Na. Um, That's going to drop. I did a dream with uh, an actress, uh, a rapper, singer, slash actress, slash sex symbol, L.A. Love, the boss out of um, DMV. L.A. Love is out of Maryland. Um, She's an actress. She was in an after party with Kiss. Um, she got a song out right now called Christmas. She promoting it, you know what I'm saying? Um, definitely a talented female. Definitely beautiful. Um, I got a drink with her that I'm that I'm dropping after that called Pop That. Um, be on the definitely for the um, Wolf series on the web series and on the acting tech. You can look out. You can look out um, for me to pop up in that. Um, and just who knows. Who knows on the camera right now? Who knows? I'm writing myself. I'm, you know what I'm saying I'm actually in the house right now writing. Oh, you know I'm saying that's, so dope. I'm that's a grind right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm writing the script right now. So, um, you know what I mean? Lord knows, man. Right now it's just moving around and, and promoting the brand, letting everybody know who I am, what I do, what service I do provide, and um, yes, you know. Uh, Business, baby. And how can they find you on social media? Cartel with a K. Everywhere. It don't matter. Cartel with a K. And that's literally K-A-R-T-E-L-W-I-T-A-K. Cartel with a K. 
That's everywhere. You type that, I'm going to pop up somewhere. YouTube, Y'all Instagram, heard. IG, all of that. And like if they, um, if your fans, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they riding around listening to your music and, you know what I'm saying, they want to show you love, like what hashtag can they use so you can possibly repost it? Show them some love. Um, definitely use my, definitely use my, um, Instagram, cartel with a K or pound cartel with a K, hashtag cartel with a K. Dope. You feel me? I'll check, I'm, I'm following, I'm definitely following my hashtag cartel with a K all the time. Or they nope, can use nope. um, hashtag, or they can use hashtag the non, the non, and with Roman numerals though I X T H E I X. Y'all, y'all heard them first. Y'all heard them here. So we definitely gonna uh, end the episode. It's definitely the Cloud Chasers TV man. If y'all like this episode, y'all wanna hear from um, more people like this? Definitely in the comment section. If you're following us on the podcast platform, definitely throw that in the comment section. Um. Until then, man. Anything else you want to say, bro? I said, bro, I appreciate y'all, man. I'm saying y'all stay blessed and stay woke, man. Yes, sir. And we out.